Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Real New York 77 WABC. Boy, this is Sit in Friends in the Morning. Friends, how many of us have them? Friends. 77 WABC. You know, my wife, Danielle, and my son, Gabriel, love Boss Kegs. They love them. And uh, he's 79 years old today. Happy birthday to Boss Skaggs 747 on your smoky Thursday morning. We put this time aside every week for my friend, Judge Andrew Napolitano, who's he's great. Fox News, all those years, radio shows. I miss this show, has his own podcast, a legitimate star. And mind you, a brilliant judge, too. Here he is, my friend, Judge Napolitano. Judge Knapp, how are you, buddy? Oh, good morning, Sid. Thank you for the, your uh, very generous uh, introduction. I got to tell you, I can't wait to start watching the Castamatidis News Network. They won't <laughs> even have to change the, the initial. Right, you're right. <laughs> That's very good. Well done. CNN, Castamatidis News Network. Judge Napolitano, as Mike Breen would say, from way downtown. Uh, I love it. And, you know, it's funny you sent me this article last night, and it came from CNN, Caitlin Collins and a bunch of others, talking about this inevitable indictment. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. I've known about this for about five days now. I know you have, too, but he's going to get indicted in this uh, document case. It's going to happen. His uh, lawyers have already met, and they've been worried about this actually for about a week now. So now it's just, like I said, a matter of when, not if. Isn't that right, Judge Knapp? Yes, you're exactly right. Uh, the feds are being as aggressive and shrewd as they can. So they're using two grand juries, one as a filter for the other. So the FBI knocks on your door and says, I want to talk to you about Donald Trump. And you say, go take a hike. You can do that. and You probably should. Then they come back and they say, here's a subpoena. You're going to have to testify before a grand jury. The feds don't know what you're going to say to the grand jury because you refuse to submit to their initial FBI interview. This happens all the time. So they bring you before the grand jury in D.C. You may say, Donald Trump's a great guy. I was with him. He didn't steal any documents. He didn't do anything different than any other president did. They don't want to hear that, but their grand jury has already heard it. So that's why they have a second grand jury before which they will only bring people who will say negative things about Donald Trump. One of these grand juries is in D.C. That's the filtering grand jury. The indicting grand jury is in Florida. The other reason they have this grand jury in Florida is because the Constitution says a person has to be tried in the judicial district, the place where the alleged crime took place. So the alleged crime in the government's mind took place at Mar-a-Lago. Therefore, he would be indicted by a grand jury in Florida. They are being about as thorough and aggressive as I have ever seen the feds in any case that they have prosecuted in the modern era. They really are. You know, I, um, I'm i curious about this audio 
that they claim they have where Trump says, I've got one piece of classified information, and it's a very important piece. I don't remember the the exact uh, what was in that piece. Maybe it was Iran, something of that nature, something very serious. Maybe yeah, Ukraine. I can tell you what was it. What was it? Yeah, yeah it, it was a uh, recommendation by the Joint Chiefs of Staff about invading Iran. Right. Donald Trump, thanks be to God, rejected. Now, this is national defense information because it includes all kinds of the secrets. Trump was doing something that no other president has ever done, and it was out of the goodness of his heart. He sat down at Bedminster with the publishers for Mark Meadows, his, his uh, last chief of staff, Full disclosure, a longtime friend of mine from his days in Congress. He may be a longtime uh, friend of yours, but he turned out to be some backstabbing piece of garbage, Mark Meadows. But I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I haven't spoken to him in a while. But Good. Trump sat down to talk to um, Meadows publishers about an oral history of Meadows' 10 months uh, as, uh, as chief of staff. In that oral history, which Trump knew was being taped, the, the publishers taped it. Everybody knew it was being it was being taped. That was the purpose of the conversation, so that it could extract Trump's exact words. He said, "By the way, I still have this document with me," and he began to discuss it. And then you hear a little rattling, like paper rattling. I don't know if he actually physically had the document in his hands at the time he was discussing it, or he was referring to having it in Bedminster, New Jersey, or in uh, Mar-a-Lago. Now, that tape is two years old. That is January of 21. It just came out uh, two weeks ago because the feds leaked it. The feds are the best leakers in the world because they wanted to leak the fact that they have Trump admitting that he had something which he, in other forums, has denied that he ever had. So the, if, if the tape says what they say it says, if the document says what they claim is in it, it's not good news for him. And it could, it could conceivably provoke an indictment in New Jersey as well as D.C. and Florida. Right. So it turns out that his attorneys, uh, I guess, did meet with special counsel Jack Smith a couple of days ago. I know that uh, the Judiciary Committee chairman, Jim Jordan, is out there demanding a letter. He wants to see the memo outlining the scope of the Trump probe, any progress on that, Judge Knapp? No, they'll never give him. They'll never give him that. They will say, uh, Mr. Jordan, you'll you'll see the scope of the probe uh, next week when the indictments come out. Mm. Uh, they will never reveal that, and the court will never force him to reveal it. I, I happen to like Jim Jordan a lot. I really do. I admire his courage. Uh, he, like I, is an opponent of the uh, Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, and he may very well bring it down. That's the one that allows all of spying on Americans, the type of which the FBI uh, did on, uh, on Donald Trump. But I don't think he'll prevail on this. The courts will not allow anybody to interfere in or observe a criminal investigation in the midst of the investigation. But I don't blame them for trying for it. You have to try, sure. So, so Judge, the one thing that the, the person who doesn't follow this as closely as you do, or even I do at this point, the average guy on the street who is interested just doesn't follow as closely. He goes, oh, wait a second. All I kept hearing was they could never indict Trump on these, um, you know, boxes of stuff he supposedly took home without indicting Biden. I mean, didn't Biden have stuff all over the place? There was a Corvette. There was a garage. There's a Hunter Biden place. Is this Does this come down basically 
to that the audio about that one specific document about Iran, because the thought was, again, from the non-conventional political person, that if they're going to do this to Trump, they have to do it to Biden. I, I understand that thought, and you can throw Mike Pence in there as well, whatever you think of Pence going after Trump the way he is. But Pence also kept some uh, documents. See, the government would have to prove intent. And in, in Pence's case, and I think in Biden's case, the government's going to say this was just sloppiness. This was just an error. In Trump's case, he intentionally took uh, this stuff. Now, he did so because he believed he had the right to. Uh, that belief, I believe, uh, the government will argue, was erroneous. Uh, there's also the quantity issue. Pence had about five documents. Trump, uh, uh, Biden had about 12. Trump had more than 1,000. Wait a second. Uh, wait a second. Wait, wait, wait. Trump's contention was on CNN, and I do believe that that interview has come back to really haunt him just a little, especially in this case with Caitlin Collins. But, you know, we contended that night that Biden's got 1,800 boxes. 1,800. Well, that, that's the first time I've heard that number. I, mean, I heard it when he said it on CNN, but that was the first time that I heard that if Biden has that number, then, then they must be carefully scrutinizing him. Now, well, that's what he's saying. I mean, this, guy, this guy's got boxes at his son's house, at his house, at a location in Chinatown. I mean, Trump did say, listen, I had it in one location. I've got, you know, security there. I've got Secret Service. The boxes were lined up when I left the White House. They were there for everybody to see. You talk about being deceiving. This son of a bitch, Biden, he's got him in 10 different locations where no one can see him. That, that is a terrific argument, Sid, but it's a political argument. It's not a legal argument. It's not going to get Trump off the hook, and a judge is not going to let him make that argument. Yeah. Uh, to a jury. But politically, it is a sound and astute argument. And it shows that the prosecutors are after Donald Trump because they don't want him to enter the White House again. Let's face it. So the bottom line is this, the $64,000 question, as we wrap up another great Judge Napolitano appearance. We all know the Alvin Bragg stuff in Manhattan was nonsense. And uh, that jury had to come up with something. They didn't get rape. That's all she wanted. They didn't get it. So they had some nonsense second call and some ridiculous fine. Okay, he basically won that. Is he going to lose this? Do you believe that this indictment will turn out to be criminal for Donald Trump? Yes. You do? I believe this is the worst case scenario for him. And, uh, and I believe he really has. No defense. And that's why Jim Trusty and I know Jim and I have a lot of respect for him, uh, you know, 20 years as a federal prosecutor himself, led that small group to the DOJ last week, one sort of last Hail Mary pass to try and see if they could resolve this in some way other than criminal. But the feds wouldn't hear it. Is uh, this, uh, could this uh, result in jail time? Uh, I, I think the answer is no, but I, got, I have to ask these questions because, trust me, people will think it. Could it result in jail time? Will it mean the end of his presidential run? I think the answer is no to both, but I have to ask you anyway. I think the answer is yes to both. Really? I'm sorry to say that. I say it as his friend. His friend, I love him. He interviewed me twice for the Supreme Court of the United States. He called me, you know, 40, 50 times during his presidency. But I have to be intellectually honest with you. This is very, very bad. This is their strongest uh, and best case uh, against him. The January 6th case is nonsense. He's protected by, uh, by the First Amendment. The, the Georgia case is nonsense. He's protected by the First Amendment. This is very, very serious, and they know it, and they're leading with their best 
and strongest hand. So gun to the head in the final 15 seconds, Judge Napolitano, you believe that both jail and the end of his campaign are likely or possible? I say that, I say that with the utmost of regret, but yes. Wow. Hey, listen, uh, I love your honesty, and you're a brilliant guy. Hard to argue with you. We'll see what happens, obviously, and maybe Trump's got another trick up his sleeve. I don't know. Yes, you know, he is the tough one, man, and, and I hope you and I get to work at the Cat Diabetes News Network. <laughs> well, I can promise you this. If he, do, if he does buy CNN, and, and usually when John says something, at least the John that I've known the last seven years, I just met him seven years ago, the John uh, that I know, who took over this company four or five years ago, when he wants to get something, he gets it. And I'm sure you'll yeah. be there 100%, and you'd be, uh, you'll be great. We love you. God, God love you. I'm off to Los Angeles today to make more gold commercials. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun out there. Hey, listen, invest in gold and silver. Trust me, that, and buy it from my friends at Swiss America. I do their commercials, so there you go. <laughs> God bless you. All right, Judge Knapp, take care. There he is, Judge Andrew Napolitano.